Oh, welcome in to the pod. Uh, I gotta stop right there. What is going on? What what happened? Did you watch the Viking game? I did watch the Viking game. How are you feeling about it? This is how I'm feeling about it right here. Uh, let's see. Oh, yep, there we go. He's getting stuff. Oh, oh. He has got alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, oh. He told me he was going to do something, but he didn't tell me what. So I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Hey, relax, bud. Actually, what? Okay, whoa. Uh, bro. Football doesn't matter that much. It's okay. We can talk this through. I'm actually scared right now. You don't have to do this, Zach. It's worth living. You don't have to do this. Okay. He has down about half of this. Bacardi. Bacardi. <coughs> Dragon something. I'm speechless right now. He told me he had something up his sleeve, and he was depressed about this game, and he was done with it, and then he pulls this off. I don't know how to go from here. I think we should just, like, sign off after this, because this is peak. This guy is about to <coughs> probably vomit in about T-minus 10 minutes. He even got, like, the straw situation so he can drink faster. <laughs> That's how I feel about it, Steven. Well. I also know what that means. Hey, let's go, Chiefs. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. Official Chiefs fan. He's done with the Vikings. Done forever. Watch them win next week. Oh, boy. I did not expect that at all. Are you going to, like, survive? Yeah, I'll be good. Okay, like, trust me, this kid can put it down when he tries. That big frame comes with some insanely large liver as well. Okay, let's try to refocus here. We had a, wow, we had a Thursday night game here. 49ers crushed the Giants. We expected that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Might be me here for the next <laughs> few minutes because this kid is on a different planet. On a different planet. Yeah, you kidding. All right, so Giants getting crushed by the 49ers. Uh, we got to call on that call. Sorry there, bud. We have, I don't know, status quo. McCaffrey's awesome. 49ers are awesome. Purdy, game manager as usual. Why am I using this? I <laughs> was <laughs> <laughs> just about to ask that. It's not even real. So that game's boring. Let's get into the Sunday slate. We got the Brownies crushing the Titans. You mentioned Derrick Henry on your fantasy team. We had him in this time to duel. We knew he did bad because the Titans did bad. I think they're in trouble. Uh, Titans are definitely in trouble. If they couldn't get Derrick Henry moving against the Browns, then that's not going to be good for them going forward. Browns have a tight defense, but like Henry's supposed to be better than defense because that is their team. Tannehill looks garbage. Tannehill needs to hang it up right now. But out of all the team's defenses out there that Derrick Henry stumbled against, the Browns? Like, I understand they have Miles Garrett. I know they have Zadarius Smith now, but I just really didn't see the Browns defense coming in clutch like that with stopping Derrick Henry. Yeah, I I would be really worried if I'm a Titans fan. It could be in for a very long season. We got the Lions taking down the Falcons 20-6. to 6. 
Falcons coming in as one of the 2-0 teams left, undefeated, all that stuff. That is no more. They have an awesome running back. They drafted him first round, Robinson, all that stuff. He's great. They have a Ritter as their quarterback. That's their problem, right? It really depends. If Ritter can make a solid connection with Drake London going forward in the season, I feel like they could be a pretty formidable team to beat. That's a huge if, though, because he's looking... He's looked very shaky throughout the first three games here, and they have but to rely on the run. But it's only his second season, though, you know? It is. How many quarterbacks out there went out there their first, second, third seasons besides Joe Burrow and went and actually got stuff done right away? I'm worried that they're too one-dimensional, and defenses know they're just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball to Robinson. All right, well, we'll just shut that down, force him to throw. He couldn't do it against the Lions. Lions look like Super Bowl champs, beating them 20-6, to and I think they move to two and one they do along with the Packers <laughs> speaking of the Packers they put on an 18 to nothing in fourth quarter to beat the Saints by that score 18 to 17 I'll take this that one that was a wild game so I was traveling back from Chicago yesterday so I had the ref, uh, red zone on so I was bouncing around bouncing around bouncing around and it was just never on the Packer game because there was just nothing to do one of the touchdowns was like a kick return, so it was never even the red zone. Anyway, get to the fourth quarter, and it's 17-0. Like, how? I'd seen Carr got knocked out, so put a little asterisk on it. You know, Carr out. Winston did nothing. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And Carr's going to be out for a few weeks, I believe. So Winston's going to have to carry the Saints team that was 2-0. and Am I just talking out of pocket? Yes, they were 2-0. 2-1 now. They could be down to under five hundred. In a few weeks' time. But Packers put on a great comeback. Um, am I excited? Yes, we won. Am I still like, we don't know nothing yet? Yes, because he looked like absolute garbage for the first three quarters. So it's like, what do you take away from that game? We got the dubs, I guess, at the end of the day. That's what matters. Holy crap, he pulls out a stack. I forgot my iPad upstairs. Back to the old school version. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, the next game on the slate is one for the ages. 70 points. 70 points. That is right. 10 touchdowns scored. And you know what? I'm going to make this about me. I had the Dolphins kicker on my fantasy team. So should I be happy about getting 10 extra points and 10 points? Yeah, I should. But I was hoping a couple of them drives would get stuffed up about 30, and he'd be hitting long dingers, and I would have like 20 points from my kicker. Because 10 touchdowns and only 10 fantasy points? Anyway. So I was watching this game when I was doing dishes, and I hadn't paid attention to the score or anything really at all. I just threw it up on the windowsill while I was washing dishes, and the Broncos were driving, and they went down, they marched down the field, and they kicked that field goal to make it 13-30, to 30, and I hadn't looked at that beforehand. I'm like, oh, sweet, Broncos are up here. And then I looked at the scoreboard, 13 to 30 going into halftime. That is absolutely insane. That is normally the end score of the game. And I felt like McDaniels and the Dolphins were just trying to rub it in the face of the Broncos. Like, we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. They had two different running backs with four tutties each. They had, for fantasy's sake, they had the running back one, Devon A. Chain, and the running back two, Raheem Mostert. Like, the same team having the top two running backs in fantasy, you don't ever hear about that. So ever. that is one of the reasons why I lost my fantasy game this week is because I was going up against Raheem Mosa. 52 points he put up. Dude, and the thing about 
Yeah, that that does that blows. That's that, like that's, that's just a gut punch. Your running back too putting up fifty two points is absolutely unheard of. Dude. I can't remember the last time a running back actually put up fifty two points. The last two weeks, including this one, I still have a chance to win, but I'm still gonna lament about it. I've gotten screwed by the defense. Last week we were live when it all went down. Steelers did that pick six, so like I literally lost on just like crazy stuff had to happen for the defense, and it did, and I lost. And then I went to get the Bills defense this week, and they put up like 34 fantasy points. I hate fantasy. Why do I put myself through this? The Dolphins alone had 350 yards rushing. I don't. I don't. 350 yards rushing. The thing about zero turnovers. That's the thing too. They're just playing clean, fundamental football. Will run it down your throats, and you can't do nothing about it. I think it's time to say Broncos country. Let's cry. At least let's go down the pipes. I don't think there's a bounce back. And sneak peek into the preview of next week, Broncos play the Bears. So America's game of the week right there. <laughs> America's game of the... It's going to be the else. first game in the history of the National Football League to end at 0-0. Well, I was going to just say to you, like, hey, one of these teams has to win the game, but maybe they don't. It's just a they, tie zero zero. <laughs> Nobody deserves to win, that's for sure. But yeah, about A-Chain, he was started in 0.6% of fantasy leagues. So a lot of managers saw a huge 56-7, depending on how your format goes, near 60-point fantasy spot sitting on your bench. That would make me stay up at night. The Chargers took down the Vikings, as we kind of saw earlier on, what made Zach turn into an alcoholic there. Not sure how you're standing, but we'll try to move on. So we actually do need to talk about this game. Yeah, we do. Uh, turnovers, 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 turnovers are absolutely killing the Vikings. There was that one turnover where the Minnesota Vikings were driving and TJ Hawkinson just got the ball ripped out of his hands. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he threw an interception with 26 seconds to go in the game, threw an interception in the end zone. That obviously killed their drive right there. Um, do you think the Vikings will trade Kirk Cousins, or should they trade Kirk Cousins? I know that you don't really follow that, but my opinion on this whole thing is if the Vikings can trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets, because the Jets are needing a quarterback, and I bet you the Jets would be willing to give up more than most teams would for Cousins, because he has proven himself time and time again this year. He's got three games with over 300 yards passing, uh, three turnovers, I believe, on the season. Yeah, three interceptions on the season. Well, I think the Vikings as a team have like seven or eight turnovers, right? Yeah, but three. Kirk Cousins hasn't been the issue this year. No, and he, he knows how to pass the ball, and you go if you went to the Jets, like you have Garrett Wilson as one of the top receivers in the game. Basically, like instead of Jefferson, you got Wilson. So you'd have targets to throw it to. The thing with the Jets, they don't have a first-round pick to trade to the Vikings for next year's draft because the whole Rodgers trade was if Rodgers plays 65% of the season – the Packers get a one number one pick from the Jets. If he plays less than 65% of the season, the Packers get a second round pick. So, but you might say, hey, he's out for the year. But technically, 65% of the season is still available for Rodgers to play. And until 65% of the season is concluded, trade deadline already happened. So basically, that's a long way of saying the Jets do not have a first round pick for next year. It's kind of a getting screwed out of it. So I don't know. What like what do you guys want for cousins? What do you what would you want for cousins? I personally would want either a couple higher second-round picks um, or a maybe a couple firsts. Dude, straight up Cousins for Brees Hall. No, I know. 
No, no. Dude, Madison is garbage. So, Acres is not. Don't, don't. All right, no, no. So hear me out. Acres is not the answer. We're not going to trade Cousins away to get another running back. We don't have any quarterbacks. We need a franchise quarterback. The last time the Vikings haven't had a franchise quarterback since Dante Culpepper. Yeah. Ever since Dante Culpepper, we've always been picking up free agents. We went through that weird Donovan McNabb phase. We went through the Matt Castle phase. Ponder. We went through the Josh Freeman phase. Ponder, um, Sam Bradford or Sam Badford. Um, it's it's just been absolutely terrible, and we haven't had a quarterback, honestly that has been able to get us to where we need to go since Fran Tarkington? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a lot of garbage. Um, I'm pulling up the schedule for the Vikings. I just kind of want to see what their next handful of games. All right, so they are going with the Panthers, winnable game. Chiefs going to lose. Bears going to win. 49ers going to lose. So they're going to go 2-2 two and two in their next four, putting it at 2-5. and five. And then you got Packers, Falcons, Saints, Denver. I mean, it's not like a terrible schedule, but you're going to go 8-9 and nine this year. We need That's to pull it together. We need to pull it together, and we need to beat these good teams like the uh, 49ers, the Packers. Yeah, you, if Chiefs can, coming up, like, you got to win staple games like if that. If we can win some of these games, I will feel a lot more confident. If we can win out, I shouldn't say the rest of the year because that's a little... But if we can squeak into the wild card, I'd feel good about it, but... At the same time, I kind of want us to tank because Caleb Williams, you know, if oh, yeah. there's this year's draft pick is going to be absolutely insane. So if we can tank to get one of those top spots in the draft, that'd be awesome. But it'd also suck as a Vikings fan because I, you know, want to turn on football and I want to watch the Vikings. You know, I don't just always want to watch football all the time, even though most so, of the time that's what ends up happening. But I got to talk about the Chargers who won this game, even though they were trying to lose. Brandon Staley. He's a crazy man. Did you see his, like, beard? He's looking, like, starting to look homeless and stuff. Like, yep. he's letting himself go, and his mind might be starting to go, too, because they were up by the final score of 28-24 with about a minute plus to go. Plenty of time. At their own 30-ish yard line, they go for it on fourth and one, get stuffed. Vikings have that chance to win where Cousins throws the pick. But you can't do that. You punt the ball away and trust your defense. Unbelievable stuff. I can't believe it. But let's continue on. <clears throat> I'm going to run through a couple of these quick. Patriots beat the Jets 15-10. to Jets are absolute garbage. That's why I had to put on this thing. I'm pretty sure the Jets fans are missing this guy right about now. Zach Wilson, absolutely terrible. Who is this guy? I don't know why he's still suiting up. How anybody is he on their bench? You can pull anybody out of the fans and do exactly what he did. Absolute garbage. Three Zach out, Wilson? 3-0, 3-0. All right. This is, all right, believe it or not. Zach Wilson was a first, a high first round draft pick. I it's hard to believe. I know it's true because like we're in football, and we watch drafts, but like I cannot believe that this man was drafted in the first round of an NFL draft amongst so many more people. Oh Dude, my gosh! Brock Purdy was the last pick in the NFL draft. All the turntables, man! Oh man! That is absolutely. Disgusting. All right, let's uh, get through these here. Bills crushed the Commanders. Could have expected that. Um, Texas. Is Josh Allen overrated? I just... Um, I, they were supposed to crush the Commanders. They did. So, I, I don't know. He has... But he, gets he, a he pass threw happy. one touchdown and one interception, and that's all he did. That is true. They leaned on the defense. The defense got a score. A ton of sacks. Oh, my gosh. I witnessed that firsthand in the wrong way. 
We have the Jaguars losing to the Texans, 37-17. to If you are a Jags fan, I think it's time to press the panic button here. Trevor Lawrence is not looking good. I feel like every time I'm seeing him on the field, he's throwing picks. And they cost him the game big time. Losing to an 0-2 team, giving up 37 points to a team that I don't think is very good. Although, C.J. Stroud, out of Ohio State, rookie for the Texans throwing the ball around. He's been throwing it a lot and looking pretty good. I think that is a bright spot for the Texans after getting this win. They get off the schneid, try to keep that passing game going. I guess as far as Jaguars, I don't know how good this team is. And a lot like we were talking about with our division, what we care about, Vikings, Packers, AFC South is wide open too. Because you got like Colts, Texans, you got bad teams down there. It's a very winnable division, but man, 1-2, you don't love to see it. The Colts beat the Ravens. Yes, that is right. The Colts beat the Ravens in overtime, 22-19. I don't think anybody scripted this one to go down. I did. Baltimore just had a bad day, and Colts were only kicking field goals. Like, they weren't trying to win the game. Field goal, field goal, field goal, like 22 points. But the Ravens could not get it going at all. Um, I don't know if you... If this is like a bad thing for the Ravens, or you just kind of scrap it, what do you think there's Zach for Ravens? Uh, I don't know. It could be one of those fluke games. I think it might be one of those. You bury the ball and you move on to next week. Don't hold it against them. But as far as the Colts go, without Richardson, this was uh this was uh what's his face Gardner Minshew starting the game. Minshew Mania was back on in Baltimore and he put it up, got the win for his team. So, I think Richardson's out for a few weeks, so probably expect him to go another week. Uh, Gardner Minshew, the Colts got really lucky with that pickup. Uh, Gardner Minshew obviously isn't going to be your starting quarterback, but I really feel like... Right, the Jets wish they had him. Yeah. <laughs> but Gardner Minshew can get it done, and he's not going to give up these big games. He beat the Ravens, dude. I know. What if the Jets try to trade for Minshew? That would be interesting. Like once that Richardson would not be a bad move for once the Richardson's back for the Colts. I'm not sure who the Colts like third string is because they wouldn't want to just like be Richardson and then nothing. But if they could get a haul back from the Jets, that'd be something to think about. We got the Panthers falling to the Seahawks, 37-27. Um, I don't know. Thielen had an amazing game, but he gets lucky in garbage time. We'll call that. <clears throat> Excuse me. We got the Bears falling to the Chiefs. The Bears look so bad. 41-10 to 10 this game. I know all everybody wants to talk about is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'm just not here for it. We're talking about football. We don't talk about love. That's not what we're trying to do around here, except if it's Jordan Love. Um, It did get my wife involved, though. She's like, oh, I care about football now. Same with my wife, dude. My wife, she was watching TikTok, and all over her For You page was just Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey, and I'm honestly over it. And then all the reporters doing all the little pun memes about Taylor Swift. finds a blank space oh. in the end zone. I'm, I'm just done. Just, we get it. Cowboys lose to the Cardinals. What? So, What? Joshua Dobbs is him. Did you watch that game at all? I was on Red Zone, so, so like, it would come in for the clips, and he was running. There, he was throwing. There was this one. I was re-watching the game today just because I wasn't able to catch all of it, and he fakes the handoff. It was a, he was reading the defensive end coming off the back, 
he fakes the handoff and he jukes out Micah Parsons and just breaks his ankles and he takes off for a 45 yard run. Uh, he was dropping dimes left and right. Or was the tra- or uh, was the Cowboys defense really only Trayvon Diggs? Was that their only defensive player? I because why are we dropping it to the 0-2 Cardinals? After this performance and the injury, how it was, like, it makes you wonder if they rely a lot on him. Like, they still have Parsons, and, like, they're going to be great, you would think. But was, my gosh, I would say the Cardinals are bottom three. Going into the season, they were bottom three for sure in the league as far as outcomes of the season. And they made the Cowboys look pedestrian. That was absolutely embarrassing. And if you're a Cowboys fan and you're watching this, I should, I would be worried. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how the Cowboys never failed to do this. Like, they were on the this most beautiful pass for two weeks, just blowing teams out. I think their point differential was like 70 to 10, just some, like, insane thing. And then, boom! So, here's the Cowboys cycle of life, all right? Here's the Cowboys cycle of life. Start a season. Beat up on bad teams. We're going to the bowl. We the boys... Lose to a terrible team. And then uh, that's just how the Cowboys cycle of life goes. And it's always how it goes. And then we take the tractor another round. And then the Steelers beating the Raiders Sunday night football 23 to 18. I don't know. This is a, these are two teams that are scrappy. It's a defensive game. Um, Garoppolo, I think, is actually out with the concussion. I. Putting this up here, he had three picks. You don't love seeing that. Devontae Adams is amazing. He makes that team somewhat capable of looking okay. Did you watch the press conference? There, uh, Devontae Adams did a press conference, and basically, this isn't going to be word for word, basically said, I'm tired of losing. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, look for him to maybe... I, don't, I should look into his contract situation, but look for him to get out of town... Because he really only went to the Raiders because Derek Carr was there. And See, Derek Carr packs up shop and leaves that season. Yeah, because when Adams left, like there was all that stuff in the offseason about Adams saying, like, I mean, actually, Carr and Rodgers about the same. <laughs> Clearly not true. Doesn't do anything. Like, he's great, but he can't carry that whole team. The team he has been on, the Raiders, have been garbage ever since he's been down there. I would look for him to get out of town. I assume he wants to get... Uh, more rings on that finger. And then we need to look into how our picks did here in week three. I calculated the numbers, and it was Zach with five, myself with nine. Zach won. It's time to duel, giving an additional point. So it's currently six, nine. I'm ahead. We got two games different tonight. Zach looking to tighten that up. So before we get into week four's picks, we got to get into this week's edition of Hot wings or hot takes, my absolute favorite. So, this week, obviously, if you guys watched last week, uh, you know what's going on. Uh, if you didn't watch last week, here is what's going to happen. Steven and I are going to make a hot take, and if the other person thinks it's a hot take, then we can eat a wing with some mild sauce. But if the other person thinks it's not a hot take and more of a mild take, then you have to eat the hot sauce. So, what we got for sauces today, Stephen, is we got hot barbecue, we got buffalo, and the infamous B-Dub's favorite, blazing sauce. The hottest sauce on planet Earth. Woo! Just take a sniff of that. 
Ooh. So we you better will, come out with some hot takes. We will take. So the buffalo, that's the mild or medium? That's hot barbecue. So this would be considered the mild? Yep. That's mild buff. Oh, that was a bad idea. Oh boy. All right, obviously, and you guys know what happens. Um, we have our glasses of milk here. I don't know how I'm gonna drink anything else tonight, but the first person to touch the milk during the rest of the podcast loses. Any liquid, because we got some cans floating around here. So any liquid drink, you lose, which means the winner gets to tack an additional five points onto one of the games we pick. So that'll work negatively against you. Zach survived after having to take the 49ers at minus 15 and a half. But give you that sucker. Dude, all right, I realized I messed up <clears throat> because I barely touched that sauce and I just licked it off my fingers and my mouth is on fire right now. Oh, what did we do? What did we get ourselves into? All right. Rock Start it off. Is, oh, for the, first, the first hot, t actually you get to pick if you want to take or listen to this first take. So here right, we go. Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I want you to give the first take. All right. Hot take. The Jags are done. They're not going to do a thing this year. Uh, they barely stood up to the, here, give me the, yeah, pull that up. I forgot all this stuff. The Jags are done. They dropped it to the Houston Texans. Um, they dropped it to CJ Stroud, who has been a little bit shaky this year. Uh, granted, he's a rookie, but they couldn't, they 37 to 17. That is absolutely insane. Uh, they barely held their own against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. As far as a take, they're done. They're done. I do agree that they're done. So I'm trying to process, like, is this a bold take by saying that they're done? Because they have not looked good. They're a one and two team. They play in a bad division, so that gives them a chance to still make the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence has looked bad. And I think he can only look better. I'm leaning towards the middle. I'm going to give you down the slice, the center. This is not like a, not an easy take, not a very hot take. This is a mild take, a medium okay. take. This is a medium take. You can do better. You can do better. I was twitching on that blazing, but I can't sink yet on the first take. Holy crap. All right. Hot take. Puka Nakua will finish the season as a top 12 wide receiver in the National Football League mm -hmm. in full-point PPR fantasy. Top 12. So here's the thing about Puka Nakua. And the reason that makes this hot, they still have Cooper Cup that could come back and tank his value. Could come back and tank his value. That's baked That's, into this. Yeah. So... This will be interesting going forward. If Cooper Cup comes back, what happens to Puka Nakua? Does he just completely go off the... Um, the <laughs> That's does the he get, Yeah. Um, does he just completely go off the deep end? But I think... Yeah, that's a hot take. That's, that's a hot take. All right. All right, Steven. My hot take. The Texans are going deep into the playoffs. C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, everything's just going to come together for them this year, and they're going to make a deep, deep drive into the playoffs. They have some studs on that defense. 
and they've just been terrible for way too long for it not to be their year this year. That's hot take. I was really worried that was going to be a mild take. No, that's hot take. Why are there feathers on my chicken wings? I know they're chicken wings. Holy fuckers. There's actual feathers on my... No, but you'll have to cover that a little bit. Texas have been an absolute garbage franchise for the last handful of years here. So, calling them to go into the playoffs and do stuff. I will definitely give that to you. Um, here's a hot take. The Buccaneers will be the last undefeated team in the National Football Ooh. League. Even after tonight? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. That's um, a hot take. Because we got, here we go. We got the Dolphins, 3-0. Holy crap. We got the Eagles, we got the 49ers, and we got the Buccaneers. I'm definitely going to give you that one. That's a hot take. This hot Eagles defense coming in. I just really don't see Baker Mayfield having much time to breathe back there. I really hope they pull through because I did pick the Buccaneers to win this game. But I just don't see it happening. Well, that was cool. We just lost power. There is some nasty storms going on. Hopefully it was just like a malfunction. Oh! There we go. Touch your light bulbs. Okay. Call me like a wuss, but like the mild... Our most mild sauce we have right now still makes me tingle. Yeah, that dude. I'm <laughs> not good with hot sauces. Uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. Um. Alright, here's my hot take. Even though this team is 0-3, they still lead the league in receiving, they still lead the league in passing, and they still lead the league in sacks. The Vikings are going to make a deep, deep run into the playoffs. Once they just figure out these problems that they're having at the offensive line, they brought in Dalton Reisinger, they brought in Cam Akers. I know he's not like the best runner out there, but I feel like it will be a step up from Alexander Madison. That's the cool thing about rock bottom. You can only go up from there. Eat your mild wing, damn it. This is this is like as hot as it gets because, <laughs> you know, this. what kind of makes this segment is something is that we're just going to have no repercussions <laughs> for the outcomes. <laughs> that is something we should consider doing. Like, ooh, what if, like, if a hot take didn't come into fruition, then it's like, please. <laughs> we're just all just blazing on fire at the end of the season. Okay, hot take, the Colts will win the division and win a playoff game this year. Mm. After having the fourth overall pick in the draft last year, boom, division winner, playoff dub. I really want to be nice to you on this one, but I just don't see. They have their franchise quarter running back. Hasn't played a game yet. Sitting on the sideline. Is he hurt? Is he being a crybaby? We don't know. They've had to make so many changes before day one of the season. The distractions in the locker room. Bringing in a Deion Jackson running back who plays like garbage. Now we bring in Zach Moss. Looked amazing. They've had to make switches. They've had their starting quarterback out. Rookie. Gone. Concussion. Done. Yeah. Bring in Minshew. <laughs> I feel like they're Two winning with Minshew, though. They're winning with Minshew, and they're winning with Anthony Richardson. I believe they're 2-1 and one now on the season. Yep. Um, I just really don't see this as a hot take because I really feel like they can win that already terrible dis- 
the vision. So I'm really sorry because you've been really nice to me this time, but I just I just don't see this being that hot of a take. Time to eat that blazing sauce, boy. And I'm not just I really feel bad because you better come up with something spicy. <laughs> I, I know. No, oh, come on. Chicken. There's the death sauce on there to prove it. Oh boy. Have that next pick ready, because it's going to come down to seconds once this goes in. Alright. This is the hottest pick of the year. Everybody is talking about this right now. Um, it is all over the news. It has been all over the news for months now. Travis Kelsey will marry Taylor Swift. That is my hot pick. That's a hot take? Yeah, that's a hot take. <clears throat> so. <laughs> I'm not even going to look it up. Taylor Swift, probably in her early 30s. Kelsey, 35, whatever. Mid-30s. Later, <clears throat> he's in the later phase of his uh, career right now. She's going to sing for a few more years later phase. They're both going to be looking into a uh, post-career life coming up soon. <clears throat> Which means trying to find that person, lock, you know, settle down, get married. You should have seen uh, what's her face is. I can't even think what's her face. Taylor, Taylor Swift's Swift. face when Travis scored. Elated, best day of her life. Kelsey left the stadium with her. They're gonna go off and do their day. You mean to say it's a hot take that they're gonna get married? This is true love. I've never seen love like this in ever. <laughs> Dude, and my team's quarterback has love on the back of his jersey, and I haven't seen love like this in forever. I've been married four years, and I haven't seen... I mean, never mind. <laughs> uh, never mind. This is not a hot take. take. Eat that blazing. You knew it was coming for you. You said something way better than that. Way better oh. than that. Way better than that. Is that sufficient? Yeah, that's, that's fine. There it is. Oh, boy. I think we're just gonna call it right there on the on the wings challenge. Mm. Trust me, it gets worse. <clears throat> we need to get into our week three picks. Or sorry, week four picks. Holy crap, this season is moving. Zach is bent over. He's drunk and now he's spiced up. Dude, these wings are really good. Dude, my lips are on fire. All right, I need to like just consume something. I don't know why I just dipped this into something. Mm. Mm. Not good. Oh, I went to a Cubs game over the weekend. How was that? It was good. We were down in Chicago for work. So I'm like, hey, let's see if the Cubs are in town. Sure enough. Oh. They beat the piss out of the Rockies 5-6-0, so that was not cool, but... Well, okay, we need to make some picture in week four. <laughs> this guy just about lost it on stage. 
Holy buckets. Doing well. <laughs> you know, it'll be a funny joke. Let's switch the hot sauces around on you. This is a sweet barbecue. Okay. Trying to just consume quantity of stuff. The nose is running. You know, I got the hiccups. I only the only thing I keep me going. I'm telling myself like I did the blazing thing, or I did the hot chip challenge thing, which is like worse than this well this one just hurts me define worse you know like yeah. scales pain scales ah oh, i can't have the rest of my night ruined are you going for it no i'm just stretching my hand <laughs> are you going for it no no dude it's all right it's all right not everyone can be strong <laughs> not everyone can be strong and fight through the pain all right thursday night game lions minus one at the packers Matchup of division leaders, two and one teams here. I'm going with my guys. I'm not sure if this is the right take. Give me the Packers. Um, the Packers almost lost to the Saints. And the Saints are pretty close to garbage time football. Give me the Lions at minus one. These wings are good. I know. All right, Zach. Locking in the lines, moving into the Sunday slate. We got, <clears throat> excuse me. We got the Falcons traveling to the Jaguars. Jaguars minus three. Both these teams coming off of very sad performances. Uh, screw it, screw it, screw it. Screw it. <laughs> Let's go. <sighs> <sighs> I'll bounce back. I got. I still got picks here. Bah. Falcons, Jags. Uh, you know what? Give me the Jags. At minus three. Yeah. Jaguars need to bounce back from this ugly loss that they took from the Texans. I feel like Trevor Lawrence. And Travis Etienne are going to come together, and they're going to go grab Calvin Ridley, and they're just going to go get it done. I'm scared that the Falcons won't be able to score points. This is at home for the Jaguars. Give me the Jags at minus three. Dolphins travel to the Bills. This is, should be the showdown of the week. Bills minus two and a half. The disrespect. Mm. Josh Allen. Loves to turn the ball over. Josh Allen loves to throw interceptions. Josh Allen also loves to fumble it in the end zone. No, in his own end zone with the game on the line. Give me the Dolphins at my plus two. 
it sounds crazy that we're giving the Dolphins points, like, after what they just did last week. Um, <clears throat> can the Bills slow down the... Can the Bills slow them down? I don't know. The Dolphins looked unstoppable last week, although they were playing against the Broncos, who are absolute... Burp. Can't say it on this show. Um, give me the Dolphins. We got the Broncos at the Bears. Holy pile of crap. Broncos at the Bears. Broncos minus three and a half. I don't... So we just talked about what I would say the best game of the week. Let's talk about the worst on a back-to-back -back situation here. Um, You know what? Can I pick... I'm going to pick... Where is this game? This is at the Brownies. This game is... Bears, sorry. This game won't be finished. Uh, there will be a bomb threat in the stadium. Whoa! <laughs> and ooh, everyone's going to have to run out, and they're going to have to evacuate, and they're going to have to call the game. This game doesn't finish. I'm going in, to um, intervene right now. Starting now, moving through the rest of the season, you can call a prediction of a tie ball game. You can call a tie. If the final score is tied, doesn't matter the spreads. If the final score ends in a tie, you get five points. Counts for five points. Okay. Just just throwing that out there. Um, this, this game might end 0-0. There's a chance. You know what? Zero chance. Give me give me the Broncos on this one. Broncos at the minus three and a half. Um <clears throat> The Bears cannot play any worse than they have. The, there's gotta be some sort of small bounce back. Small. Fields had a couple nice throws there at the end of the game in complete garbage times. It's hard to know if that matters at all. Give me the Browns. The Bears. I don't know why I get those two. Yeah, what, Holy what's crap. going on here? What's going on here? It's like multiple times. It must be the spice in the head. Ravens at Browns now. Browns minus two and a half. Give me the Browns. Ooh, give me the Browns as well. Bengals minus two at Titans. This should be more. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Titans on this one. Oh, buddy. Bounce back game for Henry, Zach says. Rams at Colts. Colts minus one. I like the Rams here. Rams have a capable quarterback in Stafford. They got weapons. They can throw the ball around. Colts have to rely on the run game. Give me the Colts. Or give me the Rams. Give me the Rams as well on this one. Buccaneers at Saints. Saints minus three. They got Jameis Winston now throwing around. And like my bold prediction said, going against the three and oh, Buccaneers. <laughs> They are currently down 3 nothing to the Eagles as we speak. But give me the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers as well. All right, Commanders at Eagles. Eagles minus 7. Mm. Um, Commanders, Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Minus 7. Give me the Eagles as well. All right, Vikings at Panthers. Revenge game, Adam Thielen. Uh, minus three and a half for the Vikings. <sighs> Should I be a homer? Go with the Vikings. Ah, dude, I am like this close to going with the Panthers. This close. But give me the Vikings at minus three and a half. And give me the Panthers. I'm done with them. I bet with the Vikings every game this year, which has resulted in three L's. 
Give me the Panthers at home getting points. The Steelers at the Texans minus three. Before you solidify Steelers. that pick, Bryce Young, I don't think will be in. There's a good chance he's out, which means Andy Redhead Dalton will be throwing around, who I think is even a better quarterback for Thielen, especially. Thielen had a great game. I like them still. Speaking of which, you have plus five to throw on one of mine, whatever you feel so inclined. Steelers minus three, Texans, at the Texans, I should say. Uh, give me the Texans plus three. Uh, give me the Texans as well. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers minus five and a half. Um, so we've seen the Chargers trying to lose games that they should be winning. Raiders, Garoppolo is probably going to be out. Maybe. Give me the Chargers minus five and a half. Don't love it. Give me the Chargers as well. Patriots at the Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven. Um, if we did this two days ago, I would have said easy Cowboys, but man, after they laid a complete dud against the Cardinals, I don't know what to expect here with the Patriots. <sighs> what are you thinking here, Patriots-Cowboys? Give me, give me the Patriots on this one. It's going with the Patties. Um, the Cowboys bounce back at home. Give me the Cowboys. And I am going to take your extra five points on right there. All right, so plus five onto that. So it means I am taking them at minus 12. Zach gets Patriots at plus seven. Um, Cardinals at 49ers in a... That cannot be a pick game. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be a pick game. Is it? Nope, minus 14. <laughs> minus 14 for the 49ers against a scrappy Cardinals team that got the dub. Is this an easy minus 14 or not? You know, give me the 49ers on this one. All right. Oh, it's at home. Give me the Niners. I can't yeah, I can't go away from that bang, bang, one. I can't go away. Gang. Chiefs at the Jets. Chiefs minus nine and a half. I would take them at 30 and a half. Give me the Chiefs. Jets bounce back. Jets bounce back. Give me the Chiefs as well. <laughs> Can't get crazy there. And then in the nightcap, that was the nightcap. Let's talk about the Monday night game. Seahawks at Giants. Giants minus one and a half. That's a little weird. Giants, the home team, I guess. But Give me the Giants at one and a half on this one. All right, I'll mix it up. I'll go up with the Seahawks looking good at the run game. I will throw them in there. You want to find a couple. It's time to duel, guys, for this week four slate. All right, our first guy is coming out of the AFC. He put up 215 yards receiving last week. Will he do it again this week? Give me Keenan Allen at wide receiver. All right. We will start that off at 50 yards receiving. Who are they playing? Give me the over. Chargers are playing the Raiders. Raiders. Give me the over all day long. Um, let's bump it up to 100 yards receiving. Over. With um, Williams being out, everybody's going to be giving the rock to him. 110 yards. I'm going over that. Over. 
Let's go over 120 yards. Over. 130 yards. Over. I'm just gonna take the over. Every 400 yards. <laughs> over. All right. <laughs> um, 130 yards. So my only worry is like he'll be the only receiver. Does the defense triple him up? Try to take him out of the game. I'm not sure if Eckler's gonna be back. Let me take the under on 130. Safe. 130.5. I am under. We got a QB and a running back to pull out. Uh, for our QB coming out of the NFC. Did we do pretty yet this year? I think we did him in week one. Okay. Our quarterback coming out of the NFC North. Kirk Cousins. All right. Let's start him off at 280 yards passing. Over. Where did he play? Carolina Panthers. Um, over 300 yards. Over. Over 330. I'm going under that. I'm going over that. I'll take the over on that. 330. Point five. I'm under. And then a running back to wind out week fours. It's time to do. Uh, let's go with the running back from the Giants. I just had his name, but his name's now slipping me. It's Matt not... Burita. Yeah, Matt Burita. Matt Burita is currently stepping in as the running back for the Giants. For the Giants, I need to pull up the spelling of that name because it is a weird one. Matt Burita, rushing yards. He went for a big old 17 yards on four carries last week, so this could be <laughs> anything. We'll start it off at 20 yards rushing. Oh, give me the over. I will take the over as well. Give me 30 Yards over, over as well. How about forty yards? Over. This is against the Seahawks. I'll take over, but let's go forty-five yards for the next slot. Over. I'm going under that. I will be the underdog this week. Forty-five point five is under. Under all three. All right, so as far as the tonight's game, Zach's, we're both different on this. Currently it's six to nine. Zach has a chance to pull within one. I have a chance to extend up to at least five, really spreading out the margin this week. That would be awesome. Um, do we wrap this sucker up so or what? So I've got a little game for you. Oh. And this may continue on. But so this is called College or Pro. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a couple stat lines from either a college or a professional game this week, and Steven has to guess whether or not it's a college or a pro team. All right, so our first team had 30 first down, and it gets extra points if you can guess which team it is. Uh, so our first team had 30 first downs, 522 total yards in the game, time of possession was 35 minutes and six seconds, and 73 total plays. Is this a college or a professional team? How many first downs? It, they had 30 first downs. 30? 30. 
This, I think, is one of those, like, good teams versus terrible teams in college. That is kind of correct, yeah. It's a college team. It is actually Oregon versus Colorado. Oregon had 30 first downs. Oregon had 30 first downs, 522 yards of total yards of offense. Absolutely crushed them. Um, so our second team had 11 first downs, time of possession, 23 minutes and 47 seconds, 203 total yards, and a total amount of plays on offense of 51. This is a team that's not played well. Absolutely terrible. Um, I don't have my head screwed on as tight in the college world. I do know that a couple teams played terribly in the NFL this week. I'm going with NFL. Can you guess which one of those teams that was? The New York Jets. No, it was, in fact, Broncos. the Bears. Bears. All right, that was my third guess. All right, so our next team had 28 first downs. Total plays was 97. Time of possession was 45, 45 minutes and 27 seconds with 397 yards of total offense. 47-plus minutes? 45. That means the other team had like 15 minutes. 45 to 15? Mm, college. Yep, college. That You don't see that in the NFL. All right, so our next team. Total yards had nine or 199 yards on offense. Time of possession was 24 minutes and 54 seconds. First downs, 13 first downs, and 58 total plays. All right, this is kind of like pretty middle of the road. This could be difficult. I'm going to try to do a little gamesmanship. You've been going every other right now. We're going to go back-to-back college. That is absolutely right. Yes! That was Colorado yes! Stats versus Oregon. Oh, All right. Dialed in. Our final one. This team. Had 456 yards of offense. Time of possession was 36 minutes and 13 seconds. 75 total plays and 31 first downs. Mm, quality game here. They controlled time of possession. Lots of first. Lots of yards. This is a solid performance by an NFL team. Yep. Just for so. Which team? Um, did they win? They absolutely won. Yeah. This was the... I'll give you a hint. It was talk of the town. The Dolphins? No. The Chiefs? Yep. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Well, All right. Well, that was kind of fun. But yes, for Steven. I'm Zach. And until, until next time, time peace out. out.